The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hi, and welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. We are your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn, two beauty editors turned beauty podcasters, and we are back with another banga. Hey, Carlene. Yes, we are indeed. And, you know, we are putting our magazine editor hats on for a moment. You know, new year, new hair color. That's definitely a headline we would have written (laughs) in our magazine days for sure. Absolutely. I mean... I know people kind of take the piss out of the new year, new you idea. But at the same time, we all know hair transformations are really one of the most fun ways to like signal a new era coming in. Yeah. Right? Just take con- everything is chaotic right now. So like dyeing your hair feels like you're in control of your life, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like a healthy way of doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's our topic of the day today. Let's wash away 2023. Get a fresh start. I'm here for that. And I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. His name is Matt Rez. So he's the LA-based global celebrity color ambassador for Moroccan Oil. And Moroccan Oil actually invited us to New York to chat with Matt. He's world-renowned in terms of like who he's working with, but he also created a whole technique. It's called midlights. It's kind of like highlights and lowlights. Now we're talking about midlights, which he's going to explain. Matt has worked with celebrities like Adele, Haley Bieber, Chrissy Teigen, Kendall Jenner, and his work has been featured in major magazines like Vogue, Allure, Vanity Fair. And of course, he's worked on numerous red carpet looks as well. He's kind of the new go-to for hair color, right? Yeah. And I mean, you stayed a few extra days in New York, Carlene, because you actually got to sit in Matt's chair. And this whole interaction with Matt and the desire to have him on the pod was because you met him back in the summer and you were like, I learned so much from him that I had not heard before. We absolutely need to get him on the mic. What transpired? Yes. So the last time when he did my hair in New York, we went more blonde. So that's Uh like brunette blonde. And then the time before in the summer, he actually used a demi permanent hair color, Uh like this cream version that he used to cover my roots. And that was actually really cool because I do have a lot of gray. So Mm -hmm. just the fact that a demi permanent did cover them Mm -hmm. was kind of mind blowing to me. And he introduced me to the idea of how that would create less like banding, things like that. So he just had so many great tips on how to transition to gray, how to cover gray on brown hair. That's the kind of predicament I'm always dealing with. So he just was there with the tips. And that that's really what inspired me to want to get him on the pods. But yeah, just like he definitely knows what he's doing. He's very technical. When he was doing that highlighting and using the demi permanent, when he was talking to his assistant, it was hilarious. It was almost like they were speaking another language. He's like, you're going to take the six and the five and the right. 4.5. And then I want you to do that. It was so technical. It was like a hair scientist, I swear, doing hair color. So given that Matt is the hair colorist of the moment, who else better to ask about the biggest hair color trends he's seeing coming down the pike for 2024? 
in our chat today, Matt is going to talk to us about the looks that are inspiring him right now, whether we're still doing balayage, whether cowboy copper is still a thing. And the one trend he predicts will be making a big comeback. I also appreciated that he dropped a lot of products that are in his kit, including the one hair mask that blew him away so much that he literally can't be without it. He stocks up on it. And it's from a brand that I hadn't heard about in a long while. So I am obsessed. So welcome to the podcast, Matt Rez. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Way. So something happened over the holidays that I need to let you know about. Way launched their new hair gloss and I was one of the first people to get to try it. Happy to report that it's now the newest member of my healthy hair routine. And many of you know that I've been on this journey for several months now. I've tried a lot of different styling products and treatments, and this one is definitely doing it for me. I think I know why. The key ingredients are hyaluronic acid and rice water. And rice water, as it turns out, is one of those ancient practices used in Japan to help keep hair long and strong and healthy. They've probably been doing this for hundreds of years. I'm not a big DIYer, so you're not going to catch me, you know, straining rice and trying to get that protein water at home. I'm happy to take Way's hair gloss. I just use it in place of conditioner. I separate my hair into sections, use like a pea size amount for each section. And I always just use my fingers in the shower so I don't create too much breakage. So run it through from mid strand to ends. And then I comb it through from the roots to the ends and wait like five minutes, rinse it out. After rinsing it, you start to feel that silkiness. And I definitely noticed after blow drying, it's just so much shinier and my hair color actually looked more vibrant as well. And just as a bonus, it actually helps prevent heat damage for up to 450 degrees. So it's like a two-in-one, which I love. Now, if you're a Way fan like we are, you're definitely going to want to use our promo code. You know, whether it's the detox shampoo that you use every week. I know I do. Maybe it's a candle or maybe you want to try the gloss for yourself. Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to the. O-U-A-I.com and use promo code BEAUTY15 for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code BEAUTY15. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. And now back to our guest. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, Matt. First of all, you went to the Beyonce Hair Care Launching Concert. What can you share with us, if anything? Yeah, we were invited to go. It was really fun. It was my partner and I. We we went to the concert. They had like a nice suite. We got to hang with the crew and I met Miss Tina, her mom. You it was did? Really sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, yeah. I'm hopeful that we know more about her hair care launch soon because it makes so much sense. Like yeah. her mom was a hairstylist or had a salon sorry, yeah. in Houston. And like, I just think what she's going to bring to the space is so interesting. Yeah, no, totally. I think that she has, from what I understand, like a very, she's passionate about 
hair and yeah. healthy hair. Yeah. And we rolled up and it was like late and like my face was falling apart at this point. It was like, <laughs> and so she walks in and she, a friend of mine who works with the brand was like, I want to introduce you to her. So she took me over. She's like, Miss Tina, this is Matt, a colorist that we want to work with. And she's like, boy, are you, aren't you gorgeous? And I was like, <laughs> thanks. So are you? And then I go in the bathroom two minutes later and like my whole face, like my eyeliner was coming off. Everything was just like tore yeah. up and, and it was nice. It was, yeah. a, it was nice to hear that from her. Oh, yeah. You gotta love it when the moms flirt. So clearly we creeped your Instagram. And <laughs> one of the things it says in your bio is inventor of the midlights. Oh, yeah. So I feel like we need to explain what this is. Yeah. What is it? Okay. So a midlight is the color that connects your base to your highlight. Okay. So it's that in-between color mm -hmm. that it's like a secondary color that I use in a weaving pattern. And it's okay. in a special placement that connects the base to the highlight. Yeah. So it creates more like a seamless transition from dark yeah. to light. I love that. I feel like this is the major key to making things look more dimensional yeah. and natural. So yeah. <laughs> not, to be not, not to be mistaken with highlights or lowlights. It's the midlight. The midlights, everybody, everybody the get into it. The yeah. In between. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've just kicked off a brand new year. Matt, what hair color trend do you think we should definitely leave behind in 2023? Probably red. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You yeah. had enough of it? Not like enough of it, but it's been done over <laughs> yeah. and over. So it's like, it's beautiful. I love a nice redhead, but I think it's just like, there's a whole thing of red, 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 red. And then I think that's probably not going to continue into the new year. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a, it's a hot color, but it's like a flash. Like yeah. it's like people get into it Yeah. and then they're like, oh, it's, I can't be arsed to maintain it. And yeah. they move on. The maintenance right? of red is yeah. a lot. Yeah, okay. got it. Yeah. Okay, but what do you think is going to be big in 2024 then? What's your crystal ball prediction? I say solids, like more solid colors, Yeah, especially brunette. Yeah. I think brunettes are going to have a really good year next year. Oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So like moving away blonde, from like... We have the redheads. Now we're yeah. going to have... Yeah. The brunettes are going to be a thing next year. So moving away from all the yeah. like highlights and balayage. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Lower maintenance. Yeah. It's like, you know, during COVID, no one got their hair done. Then kind of like after the fact, like everyone came to the salon and needed to do the most. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, it was kind of nice not having that maintenance. Yeah. Right. And so it's going to trend. Like, I think it's going to trend over to that again. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Any particular like shade of brown or brunette that you're vibing with that you. We need a buzzword. What's yeah. the cowboy copper of brunette? <laughs> cowboy copper. You know, I'm so bad at naming stuff. Oh, come on. I we get, can no, do I, it. I really get asked all the time. And I'm like, Make I don't it, know what, what to come up got? with. We need yeah, a word. Somebody help. Okay. We're going to brew on this. <laughs> I am curious though, because I feel like with balayage and highlights and all that, the whole purpose was to make hair look more like dimensional and like faking a sunlight, you know, faking that there are lights on you. So what, what do you think would make that attractive to people, the solid color? Like, oh, is there something they would have to be doing to make it shiny and just like gorgeous? Yeah. I think glosses are really important for that. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you want to keep your hair shiny, if, mm -hmm. if you're truly just one color, yeah, reflection is what's going to make it look dimensional. Right. Yeah. And so having a little bit of like the shine in there, of course, yeah. And, and, you know, I love Moroccan oil glosses. So, yeah, yeah. I think they're super shiny. And they, they have an at home one, like a clear gloss, the masks, too. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. masks. Yeah. It's a, it's like a direct deposit. There's okay. clear and then there's some that are pigmented yeah. for different colors. I think the maintenance at home is important. And listen, I say solid, doesn't have, like, it could read solid, but it could have mm -hmm. like the very fine, 
wisps of little lights in there, but collectively it reads more of a solid than like yeah. a dimensional high, low, high, low. Right. Yeah. Right. So I actually love that idea. So getting back to the, it has been for two, 2023, I almost said 2003 for 2023. <laughs> it really was about reds and caught, you know, it was the cowboy copper Ella Emrata. It was the cinnamon cookie butter for Haley Bieber, which we saw on in your Instagram feed, Chrissy Teigen. What, considerations come into play when you're doing red, like for skin tone, you know, all those people I mentioned have such different skin tones. Mm -hmm. How, how do you like navigate that? Well, I feel like when it comes to hair color, I always say like the level of the color should be determined on the eye color. So how mm -hmm. light or dark your eye is or eye color is, mm -hmm. is how light or dark your hair color should be or could be. Hmm. And when it comes to tone, I go off of like skin tone. So sometimes it looks great when it's complimentary, like it's like the complimentary color, you know, of the, of the tone. Yeah. But if you're like warm skin tone and then you do like a cool tone color, not necessarily does that work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. It's like one of those things. It's like a feeling. I have to look at it. Yeah. And then I, it just comes to me. Right. It's hard for me to like say, yeah. OK, this is great for these people. Yeah. And this is, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's so many subtleties in that too because even skin doesn't have the same exact tone everywhere right yeah. you know you could be a little pink around the cheek but then you're like a little bit more like i don't know like neutral in other places so collectively it's hard yeah. to say this works for these people it's just like one of those things i have to see and feel i know person. and i feel like this is like an untapped market or something it's mm -hmm. like in mm -hmm. this day and age with apps it's like you should be able to consult and charge for that mm. online where it's just like give me a consultation. Like, that's what everybody, that's what people's questions are, is just like, what should I do? Yeah. What should I do with my hair? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They could have five minutes, like a cameo yeah. with Matt. I could just quit doing hair the, and just do consult. <laughs> yes. Like remote consult. Yeah, but no, this, this that's only part of it though, because as we know, you're going to be taking that, those in instructions, for lack of a better term, to your colors and mm -hmm. it could all fall apart. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. if you're like, use X, Y, Z, lighten with this number five and that it's just like it's all in the artistry right yeah, yeah. and so the consults you could tell them what they would look best in but yeah okay then whatever so don't invest in my app yet everybody <laughs> no it's just it's interesting you say that about like taking something somewhere because i get asked all the time like hairdressers will write yes. me like what's the what's the formula i'm like yeah formula is great to know for direction yeah. but each person you have to customize to it depends that's what you're right. starting with you know yeah. and that's yeah. something that's lost and I feel like it's so important to trust your hair expert that you go to, your colorist, stylist, yeah. and like let them take the idea and like make it more like custom, custom for yeah. you, you know, Yeah. No, instead absolutely. of trying to emulate exactly what somebody else did. Yeah. Yeah. The paint by numbers is just never going to look good. No. It yeah. really isn't. No. And that's true. The whole artist. You're forcing it, it. Like you're forcing yeah. something. If it's, yeah. you might, it might be a great idea, but then you yeah. put it on somebody and they're like, I, I don't know if I want that. And if people are doing that red look, what are your best tips for maintaining it in terms of like, do you need to invest in like a water filter for your shower or certain shampoos or ingredients that you look out for or avoid mm -hmm. like why does it fade so fast basically when I, what i say to anybody who wants to go red one of the most important things, what is your commitment time yeah because if it's something you want to try and you're not 100 percent sure i go the gloss route i'm like do a gloss because it yeah. fades you know and you don't have to commit long term mm -hmm. if it's for somebody who's like doing a role for example i won't use a permanent red on them i'll slightly lighten their base and i'll just gloss them red if it's somebody who's like, nope, I'm going to commit, I'm all in, then we'll use a permanent red. Right. 
but all all hair color fades and what's important is to refresh in the salon and at home yeah shampoos obviously like if they're if they're made for colored hair you're most you know mostly safe you know if it's sulfate free and it's not like too fragrant fragrancy i feel like a lot of Mm -hmm. products that are very fragrant can make color fade oh really yeah never heard that before yeah something Mm -hmm. with like i don't know if it's alcohol the amount of alcohol that it has Mm -hmm. to have for fragrance Mm -hmm. and i love some of these products myself but it just it's like one of those things like you get great result but you know it's not the most color right friendly friendly but it's great that's like skincare yeah. It smells great, but if it breaks you out, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Given interesting. Take. Yeah. Does it stain hair? The red. Red can yeah. So like, could, yeah. could it be hard to go back? It's to it's harder to get or out. Whatever. Yeah. No. Okay. It's definitely harder to get out. Like if you're a blonde and you're gonna go red, you need to know that like getting it out is not like okay, we're just gonna throw something on and get it all yeah. out. You know, it yeah. does stain. Yeah. But they again go the gloss route because. If you do want to get out of it, it's a lot easier than removing permanent color out of here. I am so curious about those color depositing masks, color depositing masks Uh that you mentioned, because um, I've tried those in the past Uh and I thought they worked well on my brunette hair, but I've never tried like a red. Would that work on somebody like me Uh to make it look a little hint of red or what? Yeah. It would. A suggestion for anybody using those masks, it's they're direct deposits and it direct deposit color grabs differently based on the hair. So if your porosity is different from root to end, yeah. you might get a little bit of a not consistent result. Yeah. So the best way to do any direct deposit, what's great about Moroccan is that they have the clear. So grab the mm-hmm. shade that you want and then mix in with the clear okay. the first round. Just do a little bit of that to get a little bit more evenness. And then you can intensify it. You can start to like get little, put a little less clear in it and yeah. more of the actual color that you want. And you can you can do it like that at home. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I wouldn't that? go straight to whatever color because yeah. what if yeah. what if it grabs a little? You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Well, so. they're, you're like, oh, bitch, I have dry ends. And now <laughs> I really know. Now the whole world is going to know. Yeah. OK, I feel like also 2023 was the year of the lob again. And a lot of that was like going to that like a starker color to make it more graphic, I think, like a blonde going to brunette mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, what do blondes need to know if they're because I'm from the camp where I'm a brunette and have swung to blonde and it took years Mm -hmm. to get it to stay and not turn orange and like Mm -hmm. get it blended to Mm -hmm. look more natural. But if you're going the other way, what is that experience like? Is it, you know? Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question, because the first thing to want to know is like, do you want this color to end up being on the warmer side? like a warmer dark, mm-hmm. you want to be on the cooler dark, you want to be in the neutral world, depending on obviously like skin tone and you know, all that. But, but preference is important too. And, and I think when you're going from light to dark, you need to fill the hair first. Mm-hmm. And traditionally what we do is like, we'll like use something that's red based mm-hmm. to get a blonde to like have some pigment before we start putting things in it, other colors over it. And I've always been like, wait a minute, if you want to be on the cooler side, do not fill with warmth. And I know colorists will listen to this, be like, what is he talking about? But I don't do that because no matter what you do, you will still have a little bit of like a warm reflection. Mm. It might not be warm in color necessarily, mm-hmm. but there's that underglow, like in certain lights where you'll right. see that reddish undertone. Yeah. So I like to fill with neutrals in that case, if somebody wants to go darker. Okay. So, so I would say no, like which direction you want to go to. Like, do you want to be on the ashier side or on the warmer mm-hmm. side of the dark? If, that, if that's the question, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then have your colorist 
you know, get you there in the right way. Yeah. Okay. Go, go in steps. That's another good, go in steps. Like yeah. you think you want to be dark. I have so many blondes that come in. I want to go dark. I'm like, okay. And like, <laughs> we'll do it, but I'll take them like two levels at a time. Right. And there's so many times like, well, I don't think it's dark enough. I'm like, okay, let's do it again. Yeah. I'd rather that than then go all the way and someone freaks out because they're so used to seeing themselves light. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? again, to go back Here we is, go. Yeah. yeah. Go slow. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't hurt. Okay. So what's your vibe when it comes to blondes? What's what's inspiring you personally for blondes right now? I love okay, so I we were talking about this like dimensional thing not happening yeah. anymore. I think in blondes, I love when there's multi-tone, multi-tonal and color results. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I like to work with their natural base color. Mm-hmm. I don't like to wipe that out. Right. Because it actually like I think everybody has their color that they born with or come into this world with for a reason like it works really well but you can enhance like if you want to be blonde be blonde but keep that in there as your background I guess for blondes it's your question like I like a dimensional blonde yeah I could do a a bleach and tone a solid like for a very specific look but generally speaking I like to keep different tones and colors in a blonde yeah yeah would you say is the most common photo that like your a-list clients bring in as inspiration are they bringing in like Jennifer Aniston's hair color from the nineties mm-hmm. or is there anything you see? Oh, this again, or yeah. Cause I'm sure they're, they're on Pinterest. Like they're, they're, they're like yeah. us, you know, they're looking for starting points. You know, it's so funny is they actually bring in like, I've seen a lot of like models from the nineties. Yeah. Oh, they will, they will reference like, like Dutson or like, yeah. you know, somebody from that era of like models. And then they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. I like this. Right. And it's a very specific shot of that person in a very specific light. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so do we want what that looks like in real life? Right. Or do we like it? Right. What it looks on this image? Yeah. And then we go from there. Okay. And then when it comes to bottle blondes, Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of listeners like this and I just have been on a journey myself. (laughs) What are three absolute must do's and don'ts if you've bleached too hard and you fried your hair? I would say be cautious of heat. Try to air dry your hair as much as you can. Avoid heat being one. I know this is like such an old thing, but like coconut oil. Okay. I love coconut oil. Really? Oh, okay. It can repair hair. Like, huh. like you just warm up a little bit in the microwave and you put it on like a damp hair and it let it sit in like a treatment. Like over the summers, it's great. If you're, okay. if you're going into waters, it's great. Yeah. So always have something in your hair. If you're going to be in the ocean, right. if you're going to be in a pool, oil and water separate. Right. So, so it'll protect your hair and it'll treat it at the yeah. same time. Oh, so how do you actually apply the coconut oil in your hair? Because I imagine yeah, it can be a bit to tip or just ends? Or Mids to ends, I would say. Yeah. And you know, it's like virgin. It comes kind of like yes. it's like thick. So yeah. I'd put like a tablespoon if you're going to be in like the ocean. Yeah. You're going to be just kind of like hanging out. You don't want your hair to be greasy. Maybe a teaspoon yeah. on damp hair and just kind of work it like mids to yeah. end. You can even use like a brush or a comb yeah. to get it through and then just let it sit for okay. the day. Hmm. I love everyone that. Can, everyone has access to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because water does get into the cuticle and like yeah. make it swell, right? Yeah. So like during COVID, clients' hair got so much better. Yes. Even though we were still doing some color here and there, it got better because people didn't show up to things. They weren't getting styled. So heat is a huge part of hair that gets dry and yeah. avoiding heat as much as you can or using a heat protectant when you're, you know, yeah. when you're going to get it 100%. styled. Yeah. It's huge. I want to follow up, but if, if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. On one thing that you said there, what is the most tactful way to break up with a colorist? 
Don't do it on Instagram. <laughs> Because that's happened to me and it hurts. Oh, my God. Like they DM'd you? No, no. Like you'll see someone's like post or oh. whatever. They've been somewhere else. And you're okay. just like, ouch. Oh. It's nice to hear yeah. it ahead of time, of course. Listen, just being real and honest. Be like, look, I've been with you for however long. It's yeah. not working for this and this reason. Or I'm, I want to make a change. And, and, you know, I would love your maybe I know it's like like who's gonna sit there and be like yeah. oh yeah you're leaving me but I want to refer you to this person yeah. but, but but if somebody had that honest conversation with me yeah I would say to them I'm like you know what I understand that we did you know what we could but this is a great option for you try this person yeah and just be honest about it yeah don't. so don't like ghost it's, like it's, I've done yeah <laughs> no because it's, it's like it is hard right yeah. because you know this yeah. more than anyone yeah. like you start to become friends yeah and people confide in you. Yeah. You're sitting in the chair. I could be there for four hours. Yeah. And and then, you know, this literally happened to me before. And mm -hmm. I was like, I just don't have my color, though. Yeah. Like, what can I You're do? Like, in I've, this I've spent X amount of dollars it's, and I haven't loved well, it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not even that. It's just like I I need to have my best, but I still love this person. Like, how do I get out of this situation? You know? Yeah. But I recently started with a new colorist uh -huh. and she's mm -hmm. across town. And I told her from the get go, uh -huh. I, I could walk it any day. Just so you know, I'm coming in. I'm yeah. trying you because I need a new yeah. colorist. Yeah. But if it starts getting to be a pain in the ass that I'm driving across the city, I'm out. Yeah. And like every time I go in, <laughs> I just joke with her now. I'm like, well, this is an open relationship. Yeah. Like, I, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, be We're honest. trying this. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, yeah. I'm out. That's the best way to be. You know, honesty is everything in that. I think because any like even if you're going to a hairdresser and you're not happy with the results, I can say one thing about hair people like we do it to satisfy people. Yeah. So we're giving it our all. Nobody is just like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? You know, yeah, yeah. most for the most part. And so I think that it's important to to be honest with them and be like, listen, like it's my hair's damaged or yeah. I don't like my results or. What do you think? You know, give them an option or, or a chance. Yeah. Let them know that you're not happy. See if it gets better. Yeah. If it doesn't and it continues to be a thing, then you can just, if it's too difficult, mm -hmm. you can write them. You don't have to like tell them in person. Yeah. yeah. You know, just so that it's cool. And, you know. Sometimes I find like I prefer certain color brands mm -hmm. that work better on my hair. And like my one of my colors, she moved to another salon. They're not using the brand that I like. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. That's that. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I had to move on. Yeah. And yeah. that happens. Well, yeah. it's yeah. like when you did my color, we won't get too far into this, but you were you were sort of convinced me to go the demi route. Yeah. And I went back to my salon and they're like, we don't carry demi permanent color at all. And I yeah. was like, OK, once again, I might walk at any moment. <laughs> yeah. So. You're just like, you're just but, PTSD over here. You're yeah, like, listen, yeah. exactly. I will leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Macy's there, one of our show partners this week. So quick question for our Breaking Beauty fam. How many pairs of jeans do you own? I can tell you I own exactly six. There are different washes, different lengths, different weights. But up until very recently, every single pair that I owned was a skinny style. And that is until earlier this year. I actually snagged a cute stonewashed straight leg pair. And I was inspired by all the cool girls on Instagram. And let me tell you, it was an adjustment. I just got way too used to skinny jeans being my go-to, that sleek silhouette. It was like a uniform for me. But now I am used to the straight leg life. And I kind of like that more relaxed look. And my skinny jeans are tucked away. And now I've got a craving to sort of like 
diversify my denim wardrobe even more. And while I'm not sure if I can revisit my Y2K low-rise denim era, I think that's gone forever, or pull off that cargo denim baggy look, I'm definitely inspired to try something new. And I've always been a department store girly when it comes to denim. I mean, I want to test drive a whole bunch of different styles from different brands to get the most flattering fit. And Macy's has a ton of selection that you can order right to your front door or try on in store. Macy's can help you find the cut that feels like you, whether you're after a relaxed straight leg, throwing it back with a 70s flare, here for a boot cut moment, or you're going to keep it subtle with denim logos and patchwork details. There are so many options. And I mean, I'm even thinking about snagging one of those denim chore jackets to sort of double down on denim like I've seen a lot of celebrities do. I mean, all hail the Canadian tuxedo. So for all the denim inspo you need right now, visit Macy's.com slash own your style. Once again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. We'll link to this URL in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's guest. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is because I, everybody, I'm 75% gray. Okay. And so it is, my hair is a challenge, right? It's like multi-tonal, but I get that root. I have it right now. It's been mm-hmm. two and a half weeks. It grows fast. So I'm in the chair yeah. every four weeks. Yeah. And and you had such great insights into for anybody who's looking to like work with their grays instead mm-hmm. of work against them. Yeah. What transitioning to gray, we've got this question in our Facebook chat room as well. So maybe you could shed some light mm-hmm. on how to help people out working with their grays. So we don't see so many people in the pandemic had literally white hair mm-hmm. to like their ear and then it was brown or yeah. red or whatever because they don't know how. Yeah. So yeah. what maybe you could help share what your insights were. For sure. Okay. So the whole thing around like gray hair, I say it's it's gray is an illusion. It's 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 not a color. It's it's like a shade, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to color. So gray is a combination of white and pigmented hair. So I always take into consideration what is the percentage of white versus pigmented hair still. Okay. And if it's, you know, anything like less than 60, mm-hmm. I, I opt to use demi-permanent. But then there's times that people that have like 80% white and they want it covered. Mm-hmm. And, and I still will use demi-permanent because I feel like there's no need to lift it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to white coverage, like I don't think you need to lift what's already white. Mm-hmm. And permanent color has a lift aspect to it. And a lot of people go, well, I don't like my hair after like three weeks because it starts going like reddish or brass. Yeah. And that's the lift that comes back mm-hmm. out. So like that color, happens to me. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm always like, okay, so let's avoid that problem and get the coverage with Demi, which works if you yeah. formulate correctly at the right level with the right peroxide. It does cover really well. And the grow out is a lot softer. Yeah. For people who want to transition out of coloring their hair, they've been doing that. You can switch over to Demi color and and slowly over time increase the level of that. So I'm not one of those people that's like, okay, you have hair down to here that's like white and then you have all this colored hair. Let's just bleach it all out and mm-hmm. do, do the, the, there is a guy that's really great at that, Jack Martin. Okay. He's like the king of that. Oh. I, I give him that, like mm-hmm. he does it best. You know, it's like a 12 hour process. Yeah. And it takes months to get in with him, but that's what he does and he does it very well. I'm not, as courageous yeah. and, and like, okay, let's go in, you know? So I would rather do it the more, like my, my advice would be like to do it the more gentle, mm-hmm. gentle, longer approach. Yeah. Um, if you can. And I would just 
switch over to Demi color and over time increase the level so that it's a, a slow gradient out. And then eventually you'll get to the white and mm -hmm. then you can start low lighting that lightest yeah. last base into your white. Right. And then do less and less and less low lighting until it's gradually all white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's there's different ways to go about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, this is what I was was such a light bulb moment for me mm -hmm. was because I get that root. So I'm in there every four weeks and you were saying, well, I'm seeing banding. Mm -hmm. And so that idea was that you mentioned to me was like, eventually you mm -hmm. want to ditch the base color. Yeah. And that I thought for was sure. so powerful because I think for a lot of women, we get in this mindset where it's like obliterate it, obliterate yeah. it, you know? And so it's about that constant, constant root touch up. But I loved this idea. And I think this yeah. is such a great tip for so many people is to get to that goal of just not having a base color, just yeah. working with, you know, so you want to transition to that white or gray or whatever you mm -hmm. naturally have mm -hmm. at this moment mm -hmm. in your life and then working with highlights, low lights and mid lights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's why I remember you saying like the demi demi is yeah. so powerful because yeah. you're working away from that stain on your root. Yeah constantly totally. doing that mm -hmm. totally. and so when you say like you're lightening you want to every few months yeah. lighten the formulation the, the form the, the light formulation. The base color yeah right? and like like you said like yeah. don't go for an opaque like full shoe. coverage yeah but because you get that shoe polish exactly look. Yeah. exactly because then as it grows out then now you still have the same problem now you, yeah you're you're so you have to be there for two weeks 100%. yeah so you can yeah. buy yourself a week and a half to in between so you can go a month and it's not as a harsh of a month. Yeah. Like yeah. I have regrowth right now, but I use Demi Permanent and it's so much softer. Yeah. In terms of like, there is no, this, Hard. this is where, yeah. oh, you went four weeks ago, yeah. three weeks yeah, ago. Exactly. Like, you, it's like a tree. Yeah. How to open a tree. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's so true though. No, it's it. actually true. Yeah. Cause you see more and more. And, yeah, it just, and then you're like, oh, she was broke for six months. She didn't go there. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway. Oh, okay. Red. Like who else is it good for the Demi color? Like, do you use it on everyone now or it's just for certain scenarios? For the most part, I lean towards a demo. I just like the way it looks. It looks more natural. It has, to me, it has more of like a reflection to it because some of the white, you know, every hair is different. So some yeah. of the white will grab a little bit more goldy. Some uh -huh. of it will grab a little deeper. So it, it creates like a very soft dimensional outcome. Yeah. Redheads, I mean, I use permanent because yes. we want the warmth. Like you want the lift and you want the warmth yeah. if they commit to a permanent situation. Right. Anyone that has like warmth to their hair, I love I love a permanent for because it it delivers warmth. Yeah. But my experience, it's like you can, you know, want as ash as you want and it, it can be an ashy color for a few weeks and then it starts to fade towards that place of like, right. oh, it's brass or it's red. So if you don't want that warmth to it, go with demi-permanent okay? because you won't get that lift mm -hmm. factor. Yes, yeah, so okay. you have way less brassiness, basically. I would, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say so. Way less, yeah. I, okay. I love so. that tip. You were really excited about something that was going to come to North America yeah. six months ago. It was like a cream yeah. formula yeah. versus whatever that you usually use. I don't know. Yeah. Did that ever come to North America or... Maybe you could explain that. I'm going to be inquiring about that actually this okay. week while I'm here. But it's what uh, is it the Europeans have that we don't? We always want what we don't have. So <laughs> what is it? It's so funny because okay, so I work. I'm a brand ambassador from Rock and Oil, yes. and they have their demi the, the Calypso glosses. Yeah. yeah. In Europe, they don't have the liquid. From what I understand, they have the cream mm -hmm. demi. Here, we don't have the cream, but we have the liquid. 
Yeah. And I've used the cream now on a lot of my clients' hair as a base, like the yeah. demi basis to, to blend their white or cover the white. And it works beautifully. I'm like obsessed with it. And I was so excited. I'm still excited that yeah. I've, I've heard that it's coming here. Okay. So if if you do choose to go the demi route, have your colorist get access to that and use it because it's really beautiful. What's it called? So people know. It's Color Calypso. Moroccan oil Moroc- color yeah. Calypso. Cream. permanent. Yeah. Demi-permanent cream color. And it's only professional, as Jill yes. said. Okay. Yes. yes. So colorists band together, march in the streets. You need the cream <laughs> formula. Like call up Moroccan oil. Like we need this. Yeah. 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 At our salon. It's cream yeah. color. Cream so color. Good. Okay. It's so good. Okay. And as a celebrity hair colorist, what are some tools and products that you could not live without? Our listeners love a, you know, shopping cart recommendation. <laughs> so, yeah. What? Drop it. What would be in like your kit or something that might apply to them? I feel like everybody styles their hair and there's like different round brushes out there. I love the Ibiza round brushes. Like yeah. when we do anything like hair wise, like I have to have those with me. What's it called? Ibiza. Oh, like the like the yeah. party place? Yeah. Okay. Ibiza, I, Ibiza. Yeah. They, they have really good bristles on them. They're gentle on the hair. Okay. The lighter ones are great for blondes. The darker bristles are great for brunettes. Hmm. But I just feel like that's something really important. Tangle teaser. I cannot live without a tangle teaser. Yeah. Obsessed. Love a tangle teaser. Me too. And now, well, not now, but they've had it for a minute. But first when they came out, they didn't have handles on them. Right. And our hands are like slippery and like (laughs) things are flying out all the time. But now that they have handles on them, love it. It can't be without a tangle yes. teaser. And Jill informed me that they have them for dogs now, which I still. Yeah, they do. Really? They do have tangle dogs. For dogs? Specific. Smart, I didn't right? know that, but yeah. that is smart. Yeah. 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 And like pet tangle teasers or whatever. Yeah. Anything else in your kit? Like when you're traveling, or what do you, you were give just... your clients? I love. Okay. I love Shuamora's masks and, and mm. their serums that they have for hair. Okay. Like this is like. I've done hair for 18 years, like 13 years ago, I was in a salon and a client came in, a new client to me. And I was like, I can't touch your hair. And it was like, obviously I was going to lose out like three hours of work at the time. And I was happy to, because I said, you know, that the health of your hair is just as important. So I was like looking through like what we had on the, the counter. Yeah. And I saw the Shuamora Ultimate, it was called Ultimate Remedy at the time. Now it's called Ultimate Reset. Mm-hmm. And I was just like desperately looking for something for really ultra damaged hair. Gave her the mask. I was like, go use this stuff. Let's see how your hair does. She came back in like a month and her hair completely transformed. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is forever. Like we're yeah. going to, we're yeah. going to use this for the girls that like go through a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the serum as well. I'm obsessed with It's like the dual okay. pump serum, ultimate reset. Oh. Reset. Yeah. Okay. And then they have, they have their moisture masks, which is great. It's in the orange tub. I just love their products. I really oh, do. Yeah. I think I remember it, using them I'm and really I remember good. distinctly receiving the press kit because yeah. it was all about hair as fabric. Yeah. yeah. That's how they treat it. Yeah. So it's like it is oh, like, like to make it into yeah. like silk. Yeah. Mm. It was like groomed to look like yeah. silk. It was insanely beautiful. And yeah. you just know everything they do is, like, you know, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it is made in Japan. And it, what else? Lately, I've been working with E-Press. Yes. Yeah. They're they're really great because they've simplified it in a way where it's like you could use it as a pro or you could use it at home. Yeah. The home kit comes with like a bottle and like, like it's like a spray bottle. You fill it with water. It says exactly how much you put a vial of the e-press in it. And then you can do these treatments at home. It's really easy. Like on damp hair, you spray it in, leave it on, Mm -hmm. rinse it out. Yeah. I totally up the first time I used it. I used the whole bottle on my head. 
but it was so good. Uh-huh. Like I actually recommend you that. You can't overdo it, right? It it's was, not like it was yeah. it was so smooth after yeah. I actually yeah. do. And, and then yeah. I properly read it and I yeah. used like a third or half and I was like, it's actually better when you yeah. use the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just empty out that bottle. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I have such passion for anything that like allows us to to make massive changes on hair, but keep it healthy. Yeah. yeah. Not to bore everyone with my own story, but like when I was a kid, I would I would see these kids come back like from summer break and they had these like beautiful highlights in or whatever. And I was like, I, I always had dark hair and I wanted to be like, I want to look like them. So I got bleach and did my hair and it turned hot orange. And and I wanted it to be like theirs. I wanted it to be like these like perfect, like creamy blondes. So I would get different bleaches and stuff. And I eventually got my hair light, but then my hair was like mush. It was just like yeah. pre any bonders or whatever. It was just like coming off my head. So I was like, what? Like I always wanted to have that look without damage. And so along my career, different products have come out. Like I was saying, you have to stay with the times and see like what's newest, mm-hmm. greatest, whatever. And E-Press is definitely one of those. I put it to yeah. test on like a swatch. I purposely like damaged the hell out of this like yeah. human hair swatch and put it on and then I rinsed it off and I didn't put any conditioner or anything. I just dried it to see what it feels like. And it actually looked like hair again, Incredible. Wow. which was my, I was like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone listening, this is what you've talked about before, Carlene, but it's from the founders, one of the original chemists of Olaplex, correct? Yeah. So it's all about bond building and yeah. hair repair. I, I think Eric that Press. says it all too. It's yeah. Like yeah. Olaplex was invented, I don't know yeah. what, 20 years ago? Yeah. 10, 10, 10 years. And, but this is like <laughs> yeah. the newer innovation from the same yeah. chemist. Yeah. It's like, Genius. Oh. Yeah. Genius. No, it's really, it's really, I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of change with it. Yeah. Okay. And is there a third? Is there one more before we like go? What, when you traveled from LA to Paris yeah. to New York, mm-hmm. London, what is like, if you don't have it in your bag, you're freaking out. K-18 is really great. Yeah. I have to say, I have to have that with me too. Yeah. I love K-18 as well. Yeah. So this is a plot twist question for uh-huh. you, Matt. Our last question. What has been the most memorable moment in your career so far mm-hmm. that has to do with hair transformations you were involved in and what made it so unforgettable? What happened and what did you take from that? Okay. So I have a cousin when I was 13, I, I mean, I knew I was, I always knew I wanted to do hair color specifically. And when I was 13, I convinced her she was 26. I was like, oh, let's do some highlights on you. I was visiting from out of state and we were in Simi Valley at the time. And I was like away from my parents. So now I could like play with color because it wasn't very much like, I mean, in the beginning they were like, okay, boys don't do hair. Like you're going to go to college. And then they started to accept it because they saw it's something that I'm like sticking to. So I was like all pumped up. I'm in California with my cousin. I convinced her to do it. I'd never seen anyone get highlights done other than like sitting outside of a salon or like that. But I've never been inside like up close. Anyway, so I convinced her to do it. I had no idea what I was doing. We bought some bleach from Sally's. I destroyed her hair. <laughs> it was it was so bad. She went in. She goes to the Sorry shower. Sorry to laugh. Sorry. No, it's horrible. It was horrible. But she goes in the shower and I just hear her screaming. <laughs> and my aunt's like, what the hell is going on over there? So she goes in there. She comes out crying. She looks like a leopard, like like so many different like spots, hairs broken off. It, it looked a hot mess. I felt so bad. And then my aunt goes, well, we're going to have to go fix this now. So we got to go to a salon and I got to sit there and watch this woman come out with a tray full of color and like cotton and, and like paper and like foils and six hours of work. Wow. At the time, it was like somewhere in the $600 range by the time it was all said and done. This is like years ago. Right. Now it would be like thousands of dollars. And I was like, wow, she took something that was so screwed up and made it look so much better. And I was like, 
I'm definitely doing this career. Like I want to do what she does, yeah. be able to fix. And so along my career, I've just been fixing. Like that's just how it always starts with a new client. Somebody yeah. comes in, needs a fix, and then we go from there. Never living that down. You're just still making up I for it keep, today. Keep going. And Your but, cousin gets free color for life. <laughs> which is funny you say that because she like, I think this was on Facebook a couple of years ago. And she wrote me, she's like, I see all the beautiful hair you do, but I'm too PTSD to ever let you do my hair. <laughs> she will not. Yeah. I don't think she'll ever come to me. Yeah. And I don't blame her. It was so bad, you guys. Yeah. Like, it was. Dis- her, I destroyed her hair. But yeah. I was 13. She yeah. was 26. She should have said no. 13. Yeah. Okay. Well, I convinced yeah. her. Come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Expectations. Yeah. Thank you so much You're for welcome. your time. Thank you for having me. Breaking Beauty. Thank so you. Great to see you again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.